Today is Monday, March 8th, 2021, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your Weather Command Forecast. First off, there's a winter weather advisory. This is for the counties of Eastern Glacier, Hill, Shoto, Toole, Liberty, and Blaine. This advisory is in effect from 5 p.m. this afternoon to 11 a.m. on Tuesday morning. Snow is expected, total accumulations 1 to 3 inches. Plan on slippery road conditions. Periods of snow expected this afternoon and into the overnight. Slushy snow accumulation on area roadways can be expected. Wet and slushy roads may become icy tonight through Tuesday morning as temperatures fall below freezing. Slow down and use caution while traveling. Once again, winter weather advisory from 5 p.m. this afternoon to 11 a.m. tomorrow morning for Eastern Glacier, Hill, Shoto, Tool, Liberty, and Blaine counties. For the rest of your Monday, colder and cloudy. Chance of snow in the afternoon. Highs around 40. North winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. 50% chance of snow. Tonight, snow with accumulation 2 to 3 inches. Lows 25 to 30. North winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. That chance of snow near 100%. Tuesday, mostly cloudy. 50% chance of snow in the morning. Then partly cloudy in the afternoon. Highs around 40. West winds 10 to 15 miles an hour. Tuesday night, mostly clear. Lows around 20. South winds 5 to 10 miles an hour. Wednesday, partly cloudy in the morning, then clearing. Highs 40 to 45. Southwest winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Wednesday night and Thursday, colder and partly cloudy. Lows around 15. Highs 30 to 35. Thursday night through Friday night, mostly clear. Lows 15 to 25. Highs 40 to 45. Saturday and Saturday night, mostly clear. Highs around 50. Lows 20 to 25. Sunday, partly cloudy. Highs 45 to 50. The Haver Police Department is investigating after a small fire was reported at Rotary Park on Saturday evening. The Haver Fire Department was dispatched to the park at 11.15 p.m. on Saturday after bystanders spotted a bottle containing a combustible liquid and cloth under the wooden train on the playground. Assistant Fire Chief Nate Courtnage says bystanders were able to move the lit bottle away from the equipment, and the fire department used a fire extinguisher to put it out. No damage or injuries have been reported at this time. The investigation is being handled by the Haver Police Department. Assistant Police Chief Jason Barkus says the fire is definitely suspicious and looks to have been intentional. It is unclear exactly what liquid was in the bottle. Barkus says no arrests have been made and there is no danger to the public. Despite recent repairs to the St. Mary's system, local irrigators are concerned that a lack of precipitation could impact the upcoming irrigation season. Wade Jones is a Malta-area irrigator and president of the Milk River Joint Board of Control. He says local irrigators' income was hampered last year due to the failure of Drop 5 and could be impacted again if they don't receive more precipitation. We don't have the prairie snow at all like we normally do. Our system is very low from Fresno East. Nelson Reservoir is a big player in the irrigation system. We have pretty fair adequate water right now in Nelson, but if we get no moisture, that's going to be a long summer. Jennifer Patrick, project manager for the Joint Board, says they are hoping to start the St. Mary system back up next month. If we could move 50,000 across before irrigation, that would be the ideal scenario, and then start with a full pool reservoir. But we need some precipitation in the basin before that can happen, or we'll be making a call on irrigation water relatively soon. According to the Bureau of Reclamation, as of Friday, Fresno Reservoir was 65,000 acre feet below full pool, placing it at 30% capacity. 
The Haver area Head Start and Early Head Start is currently accepting applications for children 5 years of age and under. Caitlin Bodner, Interim Child Services Director for the Northern Montana Child Development Center, says they provide young children with crucial skills. Head Start allows children to grow more than just academically. It provides them with the social-emotional skills that they really need when they go into kindergarten and in further on into their schooling. There are income guidelines for this program, but there are also slots available for families above the threshold. So I recommend that anybody who feels compelled to apply, to apply. We have slots available for all income guidelines. Applications can be picked up at HRDC4 in Haver or online at hrdc4.org. Those with questions are encouraged to call 265-5810, extension 1326. A Washington woman who admitted to trafficking methamphetamine on the Rocky Boy Reservation and in Great Falls has been sentenced to seven years in prison and five years of supervised release. Georgie Elaine Russell, 41, of Spokane, pleaded guilty in October to possession with intent to distribute meth in U.S. District Court. Court documents filed in the case allege that the Great Falls Police Department learned in January 2020 that Russell was trafficking meth from Washington to Rocky Boy and Great Falls. Law enforcement made a traffic stop of a vehicle in which Russell was a passenger that same month. The vehicle was impounded and a search warrant was obtained. Officers found an air-sealed bag that contained approximately 222 grams of meth, equivalent to nearly one-half pound. Taking a look at local COVID-19 updates from over the weekend, we'll start with Hill County which has not reported since Saturday, but they say over the course of Friday and Saturday, they reported six new COVID cases and eight recoveries. Total case count for Hill County, 1,923, 21 active, three hospitalized, 1,862 recoveries, 40 deaths. Over in Liberty County, they are at zero active COVID-19 cases with no reported recoveries or new cases as of late. Their total case count is 118, and they've previously reported one COVID-related death. We have not received COVID updates over the weekend from Phillips, Shoto, or Blaine counties, but we'll pass them along once they're provided. Turning to state news, we'll start with today's COVID-19 update from the Department of Public Health and Human Services. And today, Montana reported 46 new COVID-19 cases, bringing the cumulative total to 100,959. Active case count 1,601, active hospitalization 63, death toll 1,381. Counties with the most new cases today. Flathead 13, Missoula 9, Gallatin 7. And taking a look at the vaccine dashboard, total COVID-19 vaccine doses administered, 308,745, 115,390 Montanans are fully immunized. Wolf hunting policies in some U.S. states are taking an aggressive turn as Republican lawmakers and conservative hunting groups push to curb their numbers. Antipathy toward wolves for killing livestock and big game dates to when early European immigrants settled in the American West in the 1800s. It flared again as the animals rebounded under federal protection. Former wildlife officials and animal advocates say what's emerging now is different. A politicized campaign to drive down wolf numbers, including with methods long shunned by wildlife managers. Those methods include shooting wolves from the air and payments to hunters reminiscent of bounties that widely exterminated the species last century. 
Educators in Montana are beginning to receive COVID-19 vaccines through a federal partnership with pharmacies. President Joe Biden announced the program last week with the goal of vaccinating all teachers and childcare staff by the end of March. The federal vaccine program is open to Montana educators, even as the state has not made its vaccine allotment available to teachers. Montana was one of at least a dozen states that had not prioritized teachers as of Biden's announcement. The AP reports that Friday in Missoula County, Granite Pharmacy had enough vaccine doses to vaccinate all 2,000 of their county teachers. Public access to Glacier National Park's east entrances has been prohibited since last March as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. Other areas of the park reopened, but a compromise between tribal, state, local, and federal officials has kept the east side closure in place to safeguard vulnerable members of the Blackfeet Nation. As health officials try to identify when reopening the eastern boundary would be safe, the mood is tense among gateway hospitality businesses. They depend on visitation to the park's eastern entrances as their livelihood. The park's cooperation has come as a relief to Blackfeet leaders. They reported the 47th death of a tribal member from COVID-19 back on February 16th. Montana Governor Greg Gianforte has signed into law a measure aimed at increasing starting teacher pay, making good on a promise from his election campaign. The measure signed Friday creates financial incentives for school districts to increase salaries of educators who are in their first three years of teaching. Montana ranks among the lowest states in the nation for its starting teacher pay. Proponents of the measure have said it will stop early career teachers in Montana from taking positions in neighboring states. The program will take effect in 2023 and is estimated to cost the state $3 million annually by 2025. The Biden administration has reversed a policy imposed under President Donald Trump that drastically weakened the government's power to enforce a century-old law protecting most U.S. bird species. Trump ended criminal prosecutions against companies responsible for bird deaths that could have been prevented. The move halted enforcement practices that resulted most notably in a $100 million settlement after the 2010 Gulf of Mexico oil spill killed about 100,000 birds. Interior spokesman Tyler Cherry says the Trump policy allowed industry to kill birds with impunity. Industry groups have said they'll work with the administration of President Joe Biden as it removes, as it plans new standards to protect birds. Convicted child killer Joseph Duncan has terminal brain cancer and will likely die before his federal death sentence is carried out, according to court documents. Duncan was convicted of killing four members of a family from Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, in 2005. He kidnapped two children, Dylan and Shasta Grone, from the family's home and tortured them in Montana before killing the boy. Shasta Grone was the only survivor of the rampage and was rescued when Duncan stopped at a restaurant in Coeur d'Alene and the girl was recognized by the staff. The AP reports Duncan, who is from Tacoma, Washington, has been on federal death row in Indiana for years as his appeals move forward. There may be fewer metro areas in the U.S. in the near future. The federal government is proposing to downgrade 144 cities from the Metropolitan Statistical Area designation. Under the proposal, a metro area would have to have at least 100,000 people, compared with the 50,000-person threshold that was implemented more than 70 years ago. Statisticians say the proposal is a long time coming, given that the U.S. population has more than doubled since 1950. Some officials whose cities are on the list to be downgraded don't believe it will have a major impact. Others worry it will lead to them losing federal funds. Former students have sued a pair of Montana schools for troubled teenage girls, alleging they were sexually assaulted and suffered mental anguish. The AP reports one lawsuit alleges two men employed by Reflections Academy sexually assaulted teen residents. A separate lawsuit accuses Clearview Academy of negligence and inflicting mental anguish. Both lawsuits were filed in January. 
Clearview owner Mary Thielbar says she couldn't comment on the lawsuit, but said the school is Christian and called her staffers excellent. Officials at Reflections did not return requests for comment. The Montana Department of Fish, Wildlife, and Parks has recently detected zebra mussels in aquarium moss balls for sale in pet stores across the state, despite spending about $3 million a year to protect against the invasive species. Agency officials said moss ball are purchased for home aquariums to help absorb harmful nutrients in the water and limit the growth of undesirable algae. It is unclear how many affected moss balls were sold in Montana. Spokesperson Greg Lemon said mussels can clog up natural water and agricultural systems and cause havoc in dams and hydropower systems. Anyone who has recently purchased moss balls has been asked to properly dispense of them. And now taking a look at your wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. For Hill County, winter wheat $5.82, spring wheat $5.63. For Blaine County, winter wheat $5.72, spring wheat $5.58. Liberty County, winter wheat $5.87, spring wheat $5.63. Shoto County winter wheat 582, spring wheat 563, and Phillips County winter wheat 567, spring wheat 553. And that does it for your Monday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening and remember, seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Monday, stay safe out on those roads, and please continue to do your part to help flatten the curve.